0: Disclaimer What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and
1: off topic ranting. You have been warned. Leo DiCaprio should play <laughs> the middle. Michael B. Jordan should be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jelly used to smoke the <laughs> <we> sweetshirt. <laughs> We're about to talk about bullshit yeah, yeah, pictures Leo yeah, yeah, should play the yeah, come on, Michael yeah, B. Jordan oh, today, my sister the smoke We're about, yeah. we about to talk about bullshit pictures
0: Welcome to the show Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your favorite actor,
2: my favorite actor, our favorite favorite actor. actor. All right. You know what that is? This means another episode of the Leo B. Hall, what you might call it, the podcast where we're supposed to talk about movies, but get off subject and get the talking about someone else or something else. But uh, you can almost guarantee that we're going to maybe might. Mention individuals make up the name of this here, John. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Blats in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Nady Irving, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., a.k.a. Baby Nate, a.k.a. Nate you Wine, a.k.a. Holy <laughs> Man.
1: It's your boy Young Booking Agent aka Joaquin Pennyworth aka Pusha K, Kayanya, Fix My Life Van Zant, Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guy, The Young Black Phillip, Kanya, Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, The Fitbit, Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Glock Eyesweiler, Station Wagon K, Pusha 4K, California K, Chadwick Flossman, Uh, it's been two weeks y'all, <clears throat> keep it Ooh. traditional. Sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive
0: me.
2: All right, so we are uh, back from a week's hiatus. You see me. So, um, before we get into, you know, what this episode is going to be about, what it was supposed to be about, <laughs> what it's not about now, let's go go over the movies we've seen over the past two weeks. What you've seen since last episode?
1: I only seen two movies. I saw Alien Covenant. All right, that movie was fine.
2: <laughs> as well as I saw uh Wonder Woman, all right, uh, we can get to Wonder Woman. I also seen Alien Covenant did you see Prometheus i actually
1: think I did not see Prometheus okay. well this movie was better than Prometheus, but i could I could tell <laughs> I actually took notes yeah um. Oh, and we watched Friday at my grandparents' house. That's a classic I, I forgot movie. how funny, that,
2: how mm-hmm. almost flawless that movie is. <laughs> that movie is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, Alien Covenant was, it was good. It was better than mm-hmm. Prometheus. I mean, it started out a little too slow for your boy, yeah. and then when things got going, it was like it wasn't as like. Like they wanted this movie to be like a horror slasher flick, almost just with an alien. If that makes sort of sense. I mean, I'm not familiar with the Alien franchise as a whole because I ain't traveled back in time yet to watch those movies. So (laughs) my basis is you know the crappy Alien versus Predator, Alien versus Predator two, which I didn't. I forgot it was a thing. Dang! Like I made two of these. That's crazy. Then Prometheus, which is barely an alien movie. And then this. So, I mean, it was entertaining when it was getting violent. Uh, Michael Fassbender was good as his double characters. Yeah, I got something to say about that. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Once again, in a movie, James Franco makes a cameo on a screen, whether it's an iPad or a, or a phone <laughs> or a picture. When he was,
2: when they showed him very quickly in that little pod thingy, I was like, "Was was that James Franco's cameo?" This dude steady is <laughs> in a movie.
1: And then not continuing <laughs> with the franchise. Uh,
2: like, Yeeks! That was a very quick. I thought it would have been more noticeable, but <laughs> whatever. But yeah, the movie just was like, uh, it was cool because it was entertaining when it was entertaining. It just didn't grab my attention fast enough, and it didn't grab it hard enough when it, di- <laughs> when it did. <laughs> but, I mean, it was, it was cool. I, I would probably want a little more star power if it's gonna be this little bland.
1: Yeah. looking at Michael Fassbender's character made me think like he could play like Spock or Sheldon from Big Bang. He really Bang. could. <laughs> and then about an hour into the movie, I forgot this was a, this movie had aliens and stuff in it.
2: Yeah, because it took forever. <laughs> I was like Jesus Christ! But when they came out, they were doing it And that scene where it, they er- first, you yeah, know, where the alien first was exposed when he broke out that dude's back.
1: It literally reminds me so much of life. Yep. (laughs) The
2: way the pacing was set up. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, what's her name? Uh, But that scene was hilarious because that girl was so dumb. (laughs) She was an idiot. And then comparing it to life, I think I would say life is better just because it was shorter. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So even though it took its time getting to it. They both had the same
1: exact scene where somebody gets trapped in the room with the alien. (laughs) Somebody's on the other side of the door and they clearly can open the door for him. Like,
2: idiot. (laughs) Right, so, what'd you think about the movie?
1: I like my boy Dan- uh, Danny McBride being in it. And he lived. I mean, I uh-huh. liked And he was, I thought he was just going to be the funny uh, plane pers- uh, person that drives the spacecraft. No, he was at the very end with a gun in
2: his hand, mm-hmm. running. <laughs> <Get> running. <laughs> what I thought was weird, though, at the beginning... I couldn't tell who was married to who, who were couples. I thought he was married to
1: the lead actress <laughs> for a good period of this movie. And yeah. then when
2: they said it was the other, even at the end, it seemed like
1: that's his wife.
2: They just didn't do a good job explaining who was with who. Because when they were even, they got to the planet and they was walking around and they, somebody made a reference to that being his wife, I was like, y'all's interactions with y'all significant others is kind of alright was like, y'all just like companions or like. Not even close friends. They're like just people who know each other.
1: Also, Empire wasn't necessary for this movie. <laughs> That's They gave him one weird scene where he's in the shower making out with uh, a lady or the lady on the, one of the characters. Is he the one who like men? Mm, probably.
2: Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. This commercial is funny that's probably like actual reactions Jalen Rose always <laughs> has to seeing Kobe like uh... dude asked Kobe what he
1: want to drink and how many olives do he want and then he said 81 <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> what are you looking at <laughs> It's funny with the sound off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's that legit Jalen reaction. Like, <sighs> but uh, some of the
1: CGI parts was less than stellar. The way it was looking, and then I liked <laughs> I liked when that well one lady went to go shoot the alien. But she slipped on some blood. and yeah. she just shot into the air it's like a dummy. I, that whole scene was she was just being dumb. Well, then everybody was snorting the air from the mags. <laughs> that looked crazy. And then the young versions of the aliens looked like a mix of Mew, Mewtwo, and Roger from American Dad. And then you had what made me do a double take and to rub my eyes to see if I was seeing something. Fast Bender on Fast Bender kiss. <laughs> I was asleep then. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. I was like, maybe I'm tripping. I didn't fall asleep last scene. I saw a fast Bender kiss fast Bender. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, like, I'm tripping, I'm just seeing stuff. You probably, you probably sleep. <laughs> I had to have been. mean, I was asleep during that scene. He was playing two characters. And them two characters got close to each other.
2: During their fight scene?
1: I mean if they was men, fight and Gabriel <laughs> Smooch. Let me pull
2: that up and then Come back to me. Uh, yeah, cause I, of course, I dozed off in that movie. Like you know, I'm, prim- I think I did too. Typical person should do when you watch a movie. A movie don't feel right if you don't fall asleep on it. Ain't that a good w- movie. That way, you, when you watch it again, you, it feel new. Yeah, you, you got see a little song. extra things you ain't never <laughs> seen. <laughs> All right, while you looking that up, I'll go over the uh, other movies I saw. First up was Baywatch. Now, oh yep,
1: Michael Fassbender kissing himself in Alien Covenant. Why did he do that?
2: He's a robot. Why did they kiss? And they each never other? made anything. That better not have been no random, just like it man fe- conversation it, smooch. It felt pretty random. I didn't know why it do... happened. That don't do your characters justice when that has nothing to do with the story. Let me let this dog in. Oh man! All right, we back. All right, so uh... spine. Oh gosh. <sighs> I'm not even going to get to a better bar because I ain't in the mood to embarrass you today. But all right, so back to Baywatch. So we were discussing this movie on previous podcasts, talking about how, you know, looking forward to this movie. Got got Dwayne, got Zach, it got Alexandria, got a fat fella, you know, another girl, another girl, you know, people here and there. But when you go and watch the movie... You quickly realize that you're not in for the good time that you were expecting, <laughs> and that was a very much of a disappointment. From the opening Baywatch logo, that CGI itself across the screen almost uh, the effects just let you know, like, oh, these about to be bad. And that was that just looked crazy. It just felt out of place, and it just it set the ten, it set the tone for the type of movie he was gonna watch. Uh, Let me just go down my notes in no particular order when it comes to the movie. Uh, The David Hasselhoff cameo was booty. (laughs) That was just dumb. The Pamela Anderson cameo was, I wouldn't call it good. Um, They had a lot of weak, tongue-in-cheek references in this movie. Dwayne Johnson made a high school musical reference towards Zac Efron, and they made numerous Baywatch uh, little sly references, but they weren't, like, creative in a way. It was just like they forced it in there the move the plot plays out like an immature screenwriter wrote it like this was his first movie he ever wrote and he didn't really know how to make jokes funny (laughs) it's just like if a random person would be like i think i could be a stand-up comedian and they wrote jokes (laughs) and then they go and tell it to people like dang these is more misses than hits uh the they weren't trying to make like the details of the plot a priority. They just wanted to get through the movie. It seemed like and get this uh, little uh, investigation and in like a like a cop show style investigation, but with a bunch of lifeguards underway. Dwayne Johnson's character was taking his job a little too serious in the movie. So when he uh, when the uh, you know he comes into some trials and tribulations, this is like. Dang, this dude's character is kind of a bum when you think about it. Um everything was forced. How the clues were picked up and thought of and found and whatnot was not believable at all. The fat dude in the movie don't know his real name. His, yeah. I his, don't
1: recognize him.
2: His character's name is named Ronnie. And when you would see him that he was cast in the movie and you you know you see the promos and whatnot, you would think oh, he would be like one of the main people being bringing comedy to the flick because why else would you add an out shape yeah. person to uh, a cast of in-shape people? And he wasn't really a part of the comedy all that much like you would think. <laughs> like He was there, especially at the beginning, but not really that much to the level you would think going forward. It was mainly just relying on Dwayne Johnson and Zach Efron trying to be hilarious throughout the whole thing. When you come to the end of the movie without spoiling anything, you would think, all right, we're gonna to try to give like these women like major parts when it comes to saving the day, because they. Besides, you know them showing off their bodies and stuff, they really didn't try to like play them like they were just like eye candy and pieces of meat thrown on the screen to look at. And they were <laughs> actually giving stuff to do. But when you come to the end of the film, Alexandra Daddario's character, who's Summer, and then uh, Stephanie who was the, I don't know, her descent, the light-skinned chick's character's (laughs) name, they literally disappear. They do something, and then they disappear. And I was like, hmm, that was odd, wondering where they was at. (sighs) When it comes to just the humor as a whole, I was laughing, but it was almost like I was laughing because I wanted to, not because it was genuinely making me laugh. That's why I say if, Dwayne and Zach and Alex was in the movie. I wouldn't really like this movie. But since their presence is there and they trying, I don't know if they were trying hard, but they have charismatic personalities to wear, especially Zach and Dwayne, they're like, this movie should be good, but what they were trying to do just wasn't hidden because of what they were dealing with, so this was a disappointment. I can clearly see why it's not doing well at the box office. But <sighs> hey, we all can't have swings out of the park. Now, the question is, would I buy this movie? Probably. But that's just off the strength, of because I like the people in it. And it'd be a type of movie I could see myself watching over and over again. But it's not that good. All right, moving on from that. I watched a movie we just spoke of a second ago, Prometheus, so I can remind myself oh, yeah, about yeah. Alien Covenant. And I was like, yeah, there was a reason why I was iffy when I saw this movie. When I kept thinking back to it, I was like, maybe I just don't remember this movie that much. Watched it, I'm like, oh yeah, I really didn't care. I mean, I didn't care for it. It was alright, but it definitely wasn't something I would call good. It's not even really an alien movie, all like that because of the the the, the species or whatever's in the movie. So it just really, it took forever to get going. You thought Alien Covenant took forever to get going. This took forever to get going. And then when it did get going, it was like, okay. So it just kind of wasted the talents of Charlize, Idris. Who, what's that movie that he got coming out with Kate Winslet? Something walls or something where they like stranded in some winter area.
1: What is that card?
2: All I know is. looking look it up. It threw me off because this might be the first movie that I've ever seen that they let him have his actual, actual accent. Oh yeah, I don't know what that's about when they don't be letting him have it. <laughs> like he must be coming up in the world if they not letting, they're not forcing him to use an American <laughs> accent. All right, moving on from Prometheus, then I saw Alien Covenant, and then after that, finally got around to seeing King Arthur: The Legend of the Sword. Whew. forgot about that. This bomb was booty. <laughs> oh Lord, I didn't like the way. For one, I didn't like the way. Uh, what's his name? What's the director's name? Guy Ritchie. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like the way he shot this movie. I mean, it looked fine, but the uh, like, he would have parts like you remember in Ant Man where Michael Pena would be telling those stories and how it played oh, out. Yeah, yeah. They kind of did this in this movie, but the way he did it, Dang. like it was like it was uh, what's his name, Charlie Hunnam. He would do it where he was being funny with it, and the way like the scenes or the scenes would cut to a different part like real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, the way he did it. I just did not like it. I don't know why it just everything felt rushed. And that was a clear example of when it felt rushed. Um, There's a scene at towards the end, you know, when things start to get climactic and they start shifting to, you know, the third act where, um, you know, he's really fighting with the responsibility of that. The sword entails and whatnot Something happens that completely throws him over the edge where he decides to, I don't or decides that he doesn't want this responsibility anymore. Tosses the sword. and You think, oh, dang, that's maybe we're going to see him without the sword for a little bit. He immediately gets the sword right back. <laughs> so I'm like, why did y'all show me this if there was going to be no really repercussions for this? Um, I, just, I just randomly thought I'd point out there was a big snake in the movie and it kind of felt pointless. I was like, y'all budget is ginormous. Y'all could have scaled it back, not had such a big loss. Stuff like this, Unnecessary Snake, is something y'all could have cut out because it was dumb. Um, The CGI, the graphics were wild when they started <laughs> using the the sword. If they would have did a whole movie of him fighting with the sword with those crazy c- graphics. Like, d- uh, Spider-Man 2. That, uh, other movies that came to my head, Beowulf,
0: <sighs> Blade, I
2: believe. The second one and matrix revolutions and reloaded yeah that that was very cgi it looked like literally just a computer uh computerized charlie hunter was on the screen swinging that sword and it was entertaining like those minimal fight scenes were entertaining so if they would have made the whole movie like that it would have been better but they decided not to um the movie tried too hard but was lazy at the same time like what it tried hard on with stuff like seriously, ain't nobody trying to care about this? Mm-hmm. The plot development that they should have worked on was where it was lazy. Charlie Hunnam as the lead actor, he was fine in the movie. Like he, okay, he shows that he can be a good actor. Like in what's it called? Oh, yeah, the Mountain Between Us. Yeah, that movie. But what's that? What's that? Uh, what's that big movie he did with the robots? Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. <laughs> he was fine in that movie. But I didn't like the movie itself all that much So He just gotta find the right He just needs to pick the right movie And stop attaching themselves to these stinkers And then as a whole I just Yeah I don't like these type of old school This environment type of Sword sandal type movies They don't connect They ain't they ain't in now And I don't like movies where you got a bunch of characters names That I don't know how to say Oh yeah Yeah <laughs> So yeah, they can do away with that garbage. Um, what I see after that, after that, watch Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Oof. This was actually a good movie. I fell asleep at the beginning numerous times. <laughs> so this <laughs> this would be a movie I would probably genuinely need to see again. But I thought it was good. Like it reminds me that I like the last Pirates of the Caribbean that came before this one. You watching this, like. Dang, this like kinda takes you away from the train work that I believe Johnny Depp has brought himself into in uh-huh. recent years. Even though it felt like he scaled his Captain Jack Sparrow character down some for this movie. Like he wasn't he didn't have his full heart into it, he was just doing it for like the paycheck. Uh, like, Let me get this final one over, with. But he still was entertaining in the movie. Like the, the special effects were good. No wonder it cost like two hundred and thirty million dollars to make. Uh, Harvey or Bardem, he was a good villain. Um, the young people in the flick, Kaya Skalora, whatever her name is. I actually don't know. And then the other guy, I ain't really fans of theirs. They could have, you know, pushed him out the way and put somebody else in. (laughs) But all in all, I mean, the movie was fun, it was entertaining, but it just doesn't have that oomph to make it like a great movie, like a memorable movie, like... Something where you were like, I'm clamoring for another one. If they stop right here, I'm good. Even though they had that legit end credit scene to try to tease what a sequel would be about. Uh,
1: This is the last one. (laughs) There ain't no more.
2: Did you know that Orlando Bloom is 40 years old? I mean, I guess. I didn't think he was that old. (laughs) I thought he was like 36 if I had to guess age, but 40? (laughs) I know Karen Knightley ain't 40. I know they got some age gaps, so that's (laughs) a little weird, but whatever. And then lastly, we both saw Wonder Woman. Now, what'd you think of this movie? I literally just saw this movie a couple hours ago. All right, so based off of just seeing it recently, not having too much time to think about it, what's your initial impression on it?
1: No. It got the woman hero bump, as I was suspecting. Probably about a 10% woman bump, because I don't say it's no (laughs) 90-something percent freshness. It was a good movie. Gal Gadot acted better than I thought she was going to.
2: Yeah, she started out rocky for me, like when she was barely saying stuff. Yeah, it was. was Then she got funny. Uh,
1: This movie... If you just walked in the room and it was on, you would think this is a, a what's his name? Trevor, what's that? Trevor, what's Chris Prine's character's name? Steve oh, Trevor. Yeah, you would think this is his movie? Yeah. There was a lot of this. It was like a buddy movie because yeah. there was a lot of scenes of him doing stuff and his adventure.
2: See, now I can see why he decided to do this. Movie. Yeah,
1: at first I was like, why is he just gonna play the you know the love interest? with yeah, then dams on distress. I'm like, oh, he's a hero. This movie should have been. If this, movie, I wouldn't be shocked if
2: this movie was called Wonder Woman and Steve. <laughs> that would drive people. Insane. <laughs> They'd be mad, like, oh, so she can't just because right? she's the one. She can't get the. They would be picketed. <laughs> and he also reminded me that he's an entertaining actor as well. Uh-huh. He's I for- funny. <laughs> I forgot that he'd be carrying those Star Trek movies, kind of. Uh-huh. Like, but he just ain't. He ain't one of the Marvel Chris's. That's yeah. what he, you know. Be getting mad at.
1: What else happened in this movie? Can we zoom? Just her leaping abilities, or no?
2: Because <laughs> I mean, this kind of happened then. when she when I saw her sky <laughs> across the. <laughs> For what I don't ha- I don't like how the movie legitimately like ended ended with her jumping off those London buildings or wherever she was at, and do that midair. Pose. Also,
1: they didn't catch us up to anything that was needed to know. Like, wasn't this years and years and years ago when this story happened?
2: Yep, yeah, definitely in the past. I think the the where's the. Movie where it starts and ends on is like right before either Batman versus Superman time it, or like yeah, right after
1: that. It's in that time. But yeah, that is that so. Is the past, why past, she, past, 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 But I mean, she don't age. <laughs> no. <laughs> but she aged to get to that.
2: <laughs> That's what I'm
1: very consu- uh, confused by.
2: Yeah, they made this like a very standalone movie, which is good. And But it has like its take backs in the grand scheme of things Just what they're trying to do.
1: Just want to know why she didn't age.
2: But can we discuss the very like the last battle of the movie? Like oh, when she was fighting uh... Ares, yeah. <laughs> Where it looked like it was a Patty Jenkins movie for two thirds, and, and Zack Snyder, Snyder came in. <laughs> and said, "That's like I'll edit this movie for When here. that <laughs> scene was on, I'm like, "It got dark in here." Zack Snyder must have walked on set. i was like, this movie got wild, mind <laughs> you. Sometimes I don't. I mean, I like you know, epic over the top action scenes. But this one felt so out of place. It got very dark. (laughs) It felt very very violent. (laughs) It felt wild. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was reading reviews before it and they were talking about how this they kept referring to it as a CGI heavy blast battle that kind of
1: CGI on
2: that brought the movie down that you kind of think would like make you think less of the movie, but the Two thirds, they say it was so good that it didn't hurt as much as it should. Mm-hmm. For me, if this, it was did.
1: A, if this was a different movie or a different movie or something, they would definitely be mad at that scene.
2: I didn't. That it drove it she definitely. Got the last points. one around, flew up into the sky, yanked them down. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing was just crazy. For one, Aries as a villain was booty because the, di- the two people that were like the villains,
1: the two dudes, not the lady. They didn't have no type of look to be like a cool
2: villain or nothing. Nope, and then when they threw the twist in there, I was mad. I was like, this one should have been the time where you don't make a twist. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be the person I they led you to believe it was. It's all This was the same as Iron Man 3. <laughs> yes. <But> at least <laughs> Iron Man 3 was there was was kind of like I can see why you hate it, but it was also creative in a way. Oh, yeah. This one was just like the dude y'all twisted it to there's like no good signs to lead to why he should be the villain in the They're first place. Really I was just like, oh my gosh! So you had me fighting this stupid or caring about this dumb villain up until where he get the sword stabbed through his chest, and then <laughs> nothing happens after that. But that's that scene was just wild. Where her figuring out that's you know, all this is spoiler alert. Where mm-hmm. uh, Steve Trevor died, and she just guess gets that hidden phoenix power in her and just oh, yeah. literally zooms through all the people in front of her takes them out ends up using odoo's power makes yeah. it stronger kills them. it was just like oh, yeah, that was very
1: matrixy dragon ball z <laughs> the way she she sent a command mail wave yeah, that was very dragon ball z it
2: was just like y'all had a good character study superhero flick going like in like, y'all took a character who was in her position, putting her in this new position, and the way y'all followed her, all that made sense. Like, when she first got to London, that scene was funny because it all made sense. That stuff you would think would happen, and how she was going about it, how she sounded crazy talking about, oh, this dude is Aries, I gotta kill Aries, uh-huh. and then him just being like, uh, yeah, but we're just gonna do this and this, such and such, all the way it played out made sense. All the way up until that. Very wild ending, but uh, as a whole, I like the movie. I thought yeah, it was good, not bad. it ain't easily
1: my bad. the best. Uh, DC mine's still Man of Steel. Oh, yeah, but, I w- I'd never be counting that,
2: <laughs> but that I could see it being the second best
1: one Yeah, because it's better than Batman versus Superman. Yeah, it's better than Suicide Squad, <laughs> which I recently just walked into while I was on and arguably looked worse than seeing it in the theaters.
2: <laughs> Hey, dang, Will, why you got to do this movie? Dang, that was a waste of Will Smith. Uh, hopefully, they, I mean, they about to shoot the sequel I was like, yeah, they talking year. about shooting a sequel. So hopefully that's better, but this is what, this is, I, I like to refer this to as DC's best attempt as doing a Marvel movie, but their own way. Uh-huh. <laughs> the first two thirds had that, it had the action, even though the action was kind of subpar in my opinion. But it was it was there, it was entertaining, it was lighthearted at times, but it was still serious at times. And then it went straight to back to what Zack Snyder has created for DC so far at the <laughs> end, where it just got ridiculous. I didn't like the way she was holding her arms. <laughs> <laughs> it's something I kept noticing. Like, Why are her arms like that? She was steady walking around in that big old fur coat. Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, uh, Gal Gadot did a good job. Chris Pine did a good job. The movie was good. It was a step in the right direction for DC. Finally, they have a, a universal hit, box office wise, with critics. When I was
1: watching this, I was like, "They about to make her the lead and all these." No,
2: they should. It would, I mean, it makes sense. Y'all ain't promoting so Superman.
1: Ben Affleck, if he continues on doing Batman, is <laughs> gonna be a background character along with Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill ain't doing enough uh, other stuff to make him yeah. still look like a superstar.
2: <laughs> it's kind of like with. Um, What's it called? Marvel. I wouldn't have guessed that they wanted Iron Man to kinda of be like the main face of the Avengers when yeah. they first started. They might have threw him out first, but mm-hmm. I, was, I would assume, like in like in the comics, would have been Captain America who they wouldn't mm-hmm. have been the leader. He is the leader in the movies. Yeah, I like that. But, but, but... he's not the face. So I like how they balance that. Mm-hmm. This might be the same thing. Batman is clearly the more popular one But Wonder Woman might be the character <laughs> be favorite Who crazy. has to share leadership duties with Batman But they kind of set that up already in Batman vs. Superman mm-hmm. Where they're basically going to be the ones forming the group So maybe in the reshoots, Josh Wheaton can go back and mainly make uh, it uh, <laughs> Also,
1: what happened to all the other Amazons?
2: Yeah, they're just, they out there chilling
1: They gotta say something They can't just let the movie end and <laughs> Cause there's no gonna be forever For a sequel Cause we gotta fit in All these Gotham movies <laughs> Unless they just start overlapping Like they said They are gonna make eight Or whatever crazy thing Do
2: something Six I don't know But I also didn't like How they found that place Very easily Oh yeah It was just rowing, rowing. That was weird Dip his hand in
0: yeah, it was I mean
1: the weird. way he got there The first time On his airplane Just saw it zap through the sky <laughs> <laughs> He <Yeah>. almost died <laughs> <laughs> The dude couldn't get His seatbelt off <laughs>
2: Uh, but yeah, this was a step up I do think that, like you said oh huh? I, I can't remember the girl's name Yeah, his wife <laughs> But uh, Yeah, like you said I knew this movie was going to have some benefit Of it finally being the first like Women-led superhero movie in forever But I didn't think it would be like Almost 100% Rotten Tomatoes High Where everybody giving it like 4 out of 5 stars And universal acclaim I'm like, w'e giving this a little bit too strong of pity rating. <laughs> Somebody can throw a negative review up in here because I won't be surprised; it'll be warranted. That end alone dropped it down for me. So uh-huh. let's let's not be too uh, pro women up in here. Let's keep it let's keep it honest. <laughs> hey, let's not be too biased. Jeez, <laughs> it's worthy, but let's let's it let's, let's comment down a little bit. All right. Oh, All right, moving on. Let me uh, throw out these past episode reflections real quick from the previous episode. Don't remember the number of it. But... fifty five I think. Whatever it was, it was an episode that humbled us dearly because we was on that episode bragging about we coming up in this uh, podcast world. (laughs) And then the listeners said, all right, I got you. Uh And some of them disappeared, so... (laughs) nearly 10 (laughs) now I gotta go back to saying that no one listens to this John anymore but anywho Franklin
1: Uh, and Bash oh stumped him and I got 30 to rattle off on that Wiz Khalifa's son Uh, big star Will Smith (laughs) Smith and Wesson guns
2: my arms (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: oh, goodness. Oh, God. You really know how to catch a brother off guard with that garbage shenanigans. But anywho. Party uh, next door.
1: <sighs> Kalani tried to suicide because <laughs> of his shenanigans.
2: Oh, But that last episode, I made up a word. I said, enthusiastic instead of... Uh, yes. <laughs> Dang, we got we need to make a podcast dictionary <laughs>
1: along with our book about different outfits people wore because that suit I oh, sent you that carmelo and then he made me the some, MVP. What's up with the braids? That was the baggiest suit I ever seen. Then that other picture, my dude had the camos. <laughs> camo fitted on.
2: with the fitted backwards sideways. I was like, no wonder your wife left you, the mellow, big, cause she stumbled upon these pictures when she color. was reminiscing.
1: He has some of the most Papu's got the most infamous with that Gino big old green, Gino green hoodie,
2: <laughs> and R. Kelly has some of the most consistent. Yeah, R. Kelly those, is classic. Those midlife crisis uh, crap he was wearing was at his the highest with that double up cover. But from 2003
1: to 2009, Carmelo Anthony had some outfits that. Oh boy, I gotta look at that.
2: I bet Tracy McGrady's is bad too with all his big old suits. Uh-huh. Then you got that Joe Button one. Where he had the Oh yeah Houston Rockets jersey with the big undershirt. This is Yeah, this nuts. <laughs> look at his pants. <laughs> the jacket is so long. <laughs> he did not bother to get a tailor to look at those pants. He went to the big and tall store. <laughs> he doesn't went right oh, before the show. He's like, oh the Espy's is an hour. Let me run up the street. Put these tan... Looks. Parachute pants, crazy. On. <laughs> you don't even know where the end seam is. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, one of the clumps could probably put those pants on, and they'd be, they'd still be a little baggy on them. My dude got like a dip set chain on. <laughs> yeah, he looks very early two thousands right there. He looked, he looks real young when he took the braids off. He like aged a little bit. <laughs> uh, that might be what happened to Pusha T. If he cut his braids off, he gonna uh-huh. really he look, gonna look forty something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh, what else happened last episode? Oh, yeah, I wrongly said that Natalia Emanuel was in Fast and the Furious 6. She didn't get there to Furious 7. <laughs> uh, I asked, isn't there a Dark Universe movie that was in the works? I couldn't remember that that was the Justice League Dark title oh, yeah. before they changed it. And Warner Brothers is contemplating su- or suing oh, yeah, them right <laughs> now for that title. So that I am not surprised by. And that is it. So should we touch on real quick why what the show is supposed to be about, or should we save that for later?
1: We can do it right after we play America's favorite game that's sweeping the nation. It's known as brother, brother, or brother. Brother. Now, we don't limit it to just uh, uh, boys, siblings, brothers, and brothers. We also add sisters, sisters. sisters. Now, let's get into...
2: Yeah you didn't catch
1: that one Nah no, I ain't listening to that <laughs> We're gonna get into the first one Now this movie is about a edgy computer hacker
2: Wait that... first explain the game to the No listeners uh, that Yeah that's right. right
1: The game is I give you two Actor Or two celebrity siblings Mostly actors Actresses Or so every now and then I'll do directors And then you have a third option Now And then you have to pick Who would be the best for this role I'm gonna describe now, this first movie is about an edgy computer hacker okay. that is hired by the CEA to shut down this company. Not a specific company, just a company. And it's a female edgy uh, hacker. Your options are Rooney Mara, Kate Mara, or Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> All right. All
2: right. I'm not in any mood for Michael B to take risks right now because his hairstyles and his actions were late. Before he went back to the old school, straight oh, just yeah. to the point, Michael B cut. So I'm gonna have to X him out here. Kate or Rooney? They both could play these, but I think I'm. A, I would rather have Rooney do it because she's the better actress. <laughs> but I can picture Kate Mara doing it more in. What's her name? Kind already played this role with Uh Girl with the Dragon (laughs) Tattoo. So I'll go with Kate Marr.
1: All right. Our next and final one. I only have two for us this week. It's the role of Bradley Cooper's love interest and a romantic comedy about a truck driver. Here's your options. (laughs) (laughs) I made that up to Lily just now. Here's your options. You can have Emily Deschanel, Zoe Deschanel, or Michael B. Jordan. Who's playing Bradley Cooper's love interest?
2: Once again, like I said, I am not in the this this episode I'm not in the mood for Michael B to be taking risks. So I X him out there. <laughs> I am a big fan of Zoe Deschanel. So even though her and a Bradley Cooper combo it would be the second time they paired it, or been in a movie together after mm. the Yes man. <laughs> uh-huh. That would that would scream appealing, but when you throw truck driver in the mix and I would guess that Bradley Cooper probably gave massive weight for this movie. <laughs> Got a really non-Bradley Cooper-esque Scraggly beard going on <laughs> With the trucker's hat uh-huh. I'm going to go with Emily Deschanel To take on that road
1: Ashton Kutcher could also play that road Just so That can- screams
2: <laughs> Asht- Ashton Kutcher Every day looks like A truck driver
1: Alright and that was uh, This week's Brother brother brother
2: This is how it's supposed to be Woo
1: Alright, now we can talk about what this episode was supposed to be. This is how it's supposed
2: to be. Alright, so we have our co-host slash booking agent for the show. Yep. So, your boy usually
1: just gets in contact with different people to book them. Some people, aka one so far, actually follow through. Other girl. (laughs) What's... (coughs) What's her name? <laughs> no wonder people don't want to do our podcast. The lack of respect we show people. Fact, I can't think of her name to say. I keep wanting to say Kate. Is
2: it Kate? <laughs> <laughs> I have to move. Walk away from this. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> just... No disrespect. I. Literally it's, can't we just think of got it bad, right bad memories. It's not that. <laughs> I don't remember by the time show in.
1: Oh, Katrina, is that it? Yep. Okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Woo. That
2: initial that when we wild. said
1: it, <laughs> and we both looked at each other and like, like both you saying, say "You
2: know what the <laughs> name is." <laughs> that was sad. That was a very sad.
1: Mm. But anyways, we should have more coming soon. But. <sighs> Coming off the hills of us doing the Blood vs. Wolves episode, I made it a must. We gotta find either Z. Winston Brown, who directed it, or a.k.a. John Backus, or Or a.k.a. somebody else, uh or the dude that wrote, did the music, and starred in it. After searching and searching, I told him that I couldn't find these people, then a couple weeks ago... I uh, looked again. I was like, "Let me just—he gotta be somewhere." And you gotta type in all these different code words and stuff. <laughs> and I finally found his website. So then I emailed
2: him. I was like, "Hey, we've been looking for this, this movie is, for about a decade, and this is the guy who starred and wrote and made the music." Did I the music think so. It? Yeah. He. What's his brother's name again? Um, Malik?
1: Malik or Malik. His last name Burke. Work. Work.
2: Whatever was on that screenshot. I, oh yeah.
1: Work. So uh, contacted him because I know he starred and made this movie and stuff. I asked him to be on it. Told him uh, we did the we watched the movie and did a podcast on it. But that's all I said. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you heard that episode, I guess we made fun of it. <laughs> I true. I know we made fun of it watching it, but I don't remember bashing it like after or nothing. Even this, though, I'm sure we did.
2: This is what I what I recall we did. We watched the movie. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, the movie is called Blood versus Wolves. Any sane individual would think, you can't take this movie seriously. Yeah. Especially when you see the cover. You see the first couple minutes. The people on the cover's not even in the movie. That's <laughs> even worse. Then you read the synopsis. You gotta be like, oh, this gotta <laughs> be just for entertainment value. You can't take this movie seriously. Mm-hmm
1: now cut to i set it up last week i let this dude know that uh we we gonna have him on seven thirty monday which that's we would be talking to him right about now we confirmed it he said remind me on sunday and we can get it going i said cool sunday evening i went ahead sent him an email over I received an email back. I'd read it, but I don't want to be mean. He's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically nah. <laughs> this wouldn't be the Leo B. General Hall podcast if we didn't do
2: too much. Why are you setting it up in my head when mm-hmm. you told me? I was like, we well, gotta talk about this bad movie. But then I was like, when you tell me how much he enjoyed making yeah, this movie, we just I was talk like, right. about it regular, was, not in a bad way. I planned on if he asked, I'll say the movie whacked. Uh-huh. But I respect the fact that you he made, made a, a movie, whole movie, which is cool, which is kind of why we want to talk to him. We wasn't really going to talk about his little whack movie. Yep. He was going to talk about what he had up and coming. Yep. I can't judge it because I ain't don't... seen it. Uh-huh. Didn't ask him about current movie stuff. And also he had the opportunity to make fun of us, which I would have enjoyed thoroughly.
1: That would have been, been funny. I, I would have laughed at that. Uh-huh. But he just basically told me that he checked us out and he's not interested in helping us mock his work that went into making those movies. He said they're low budget. I get it. Super funny. Then he said he don't have time to contribute to the show. My man <laughs> works at Buga de Beppo, and he's, he ain't got time. <laughs>
2: right. You can just say, I don't want to do it no yeah. more. Don't I'm lie. not
1: mad at him for being proud of his movie. He so said he's proud of the spirit that went into those movies. That's that hard. means he's just proud of, like, man, I had the motivation to make it. Not of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> then he said he hopes that we're proud in the spirit that we make our podcast. Whatever. <laughs> now I didn't email him back.
2: Yeah. Oh. See, if I got that oh. email initially, I'd have been a little smart Alex. Yeah,
1: I didn't. I didn't respond. <laughs> I was like, let me just send him a screenshot because I, my response would have been <laughs> further doubling down on referring him.
2: Like, right, but dude, calm down. I was like, for one,
1: it's fun. It's you, all for fun.
2: You might be busy, but. My, you were just free enough to do it beforehand. So email
1: me like ten times. <laughs> so calm down,
2: <laughs> chill out for one, for two. We wasn't even gonna riff your little movie in Facebook. we ain't that mean, and really <laughs> not. And then for three, this movie whack. Your filmography has titles and titles yep, of garbage sounding movies. I just want to know. There's some some of that stuff. Yeah, some of that stuff is due to it being low budget. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff is ridiculous. It's like nuts. A, ridiculous.
1: All right, let's just go down this young man's filmography. Let's start from the bottom. You got Bloods versus Wolves. Oh, no, sorry. That's not the bottom. You got Vampires. With a Z. You mm-hmm. got Z's and stuff. I ain't taking it seriously. Bloods versus Wolves. I ain't taking it seriously. I ain't gonna lie. He was on one of my favorite shows. He played a Bed Bath & Beyond employee. Which was he playing himself on Broad City? I <laughs> knew was on Broad City. He did four episodes
2: of Blacklist Redemption. Let me apologize to yeah, the brother. This dude, this dude is moving up in the world. So look at you. He must do these. Get this check real quick. Then he can find his little movies. Uh, what else does he have?
1: Let me double back. Because
2: Well, it don't matter. He made vampires in Blood vs. Wolves. Yeah, respect to you, sir, for able to being able to make a movie. Next time, you should keep that email to yourself. Uh-huh. I'm on the podcast thing. We're about to have a civil conversation blaze us for being, I would have loved that for being people who can barely get 10 listens uh-huh. uh, a bunch of nobodies you could have stunned on us like he I'm on blacklist yeah. I, I got money enough to make my own movies write my own movies I do music apparently uh-huh. y'all broke No <laughs> album is trash <laughs> <laughs> he could have said all kind of stuff
1: now granted now it's too late cause the podcast is booming <laughs> my album didn't fly
2: <laughs> yeah you could have ooh he could have if he could have caught us at the beginning you all don't like, get listened literally truly don't. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, but yeah, that we would have laughed. A, this was the time for him and we ain't using him for promotion. Nope. Who are we going to promote it to? <laughs> I can't necessarily say he has a long list of fans that would be doing checking it for us, yeah. For, for our us. brains. <laughs> for, <laughs> for us to listen to and get a good kick out kick out of later. So you should have did that and you would probably, you know, Enjoyed yourself, riffing us. We would have enjoyed hearing it too. I just got. I just accidentally uh, clicked on something. John Backus,
1: aka Z. Winston Brown, who directed his movies, "Buds vs. woods He had a movie in 2014 called "Beaster Day." Here comes Peter Cottontail. I don't know what that means. It sounds weird. Let me see if I can get this. Picture. See, if we would have
2: had him on the podcast, we could have probably made our way to the invinci- Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even put that correlation of Easter beaster, yikes! Yeah. But we could have made our way to Z Winston. That's who I want. Uh-huh. Let me
1: email him. Like, okay, you ain't doing the podcast because you mad, but can you give me <laughs> Z Winston Brown's number?
2: Like, <laughs> hey, dang, support, help a brother out. We was we one. Also, jokes aside, we promoted that dude's movie big time. We talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. We remembered it almost a decade later. If if I didn't
1: find it on the internet. Out And I found it on Amazon. I was going to buy it so we can watch it.
2: Because, yeah, I could watch that movie over and over again. I'm going to put money in his pockets. I put a link up on the blog. We talked about <laughs> it. We kept telling people to watch it. Mine used to see how bad it was. Mm-hmm. But still, to watch it, they might have not hated the movie. <laughs> so I can respect the fact that Gene wouldn't do it because, you know, he was mad. I don't know. I might have did the same thing. Mm-hmm. But you should have did it to our faces. That would have been funnier. Over the phone, that would have been hilarious. For everyone, but mm. whatever. So instead of talking to Malik or Malik York about his endeavors, future endeavors, and what's going on in the world of movies right now. We're doing a regular degular. Now we got to breeze through some topics from this week and last week. Mm. You got anything you want to start out with?
1: I don't even, did I write anything down? I don't think I did. I got a bunch of little stuff. How long have we been doing this? 51 minutes, but I was gone for, like, 15. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Or 10, or
2: however long I was gone. So, probably at least 40-something. All right, so first up, Josh Gad is teasing that he might be in the DC Universe playing Penguin. He was at the, he met with DC film people who, like, run the show back there and, you know, took a picture holding uh, a comic with Penguin on the cover, some Batman comic. He did something similar before. We post like the picture of penguin on like his Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. No, so I mean, he might be in, might play penguin in a you know movie of some sort. We're gonna see. But question is, does Josh Gad as an actor fit more with DC or Marvel?
1: That's tough because he looks exactly like the penguin. Yep, his acting, I would say. Like, I would easily lean towards Marvel, but I could also see him, like, ruining a Marvel movie. I can see him in, like, Captain Marvel where the lead is a girl and he can play some one of the co-workers at the office or something. That is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would lean towards Marvel just off the strength of DC so far. The only funny person, but he got range is Ike Barinholtz that they had in one of these movies. Because there wasn't a single
2: joke in mana still. <laughs> not
1: and he seems wacky
2: white. yeah he seems like a pure goofball i think if dc continues to travel down this road they got with wonder woman and make more marvel-esque movies <laughs> yep but he could fit in captain marvel because literally before you said that i couldn't think of like an actual movie where he <laughs> would actually fit in he could play like the little friend or the side character like tech Wiz or somebody mm-hmm. who helped I behind did. the scenes
1: if ti and michael Pena wasn't returning to ant-man Slide in, Josh at as like the he could have been uh what's that character's name? I wanna say Weasel on uh Punisher that makes his weapons or brings Punisher his weapons.
2: I gotta watch. Way, oh with uh the dude with the Way, glasses. Yeah, was Night, Space Jam. Played him in <laughs> <laughs> played him in. <laughs> in Punisher Warzone. Yeah, he could be could have been that. But um yeah, so even though I would like to see him take on, like, a serious take as Penguin. That would be a nice change of pace. It would kind of be, like, on the level of what Heath... Not exactly on the level, but in the same country as <laughs> what Heath Ledger did with uh the Joker.
1: If they went to Penguin, that just... My main issue with these little movies and Batman being it, they already went to like the biggest villains and aliens and stuff, and then what? Well, They're gonna come back down, battle Penguin or Scarecrow <laughs> or Joker, humans. <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah, that what... dude's braids
2: are crazy long. Is he famous? That dude looked like he kind of was.
1: Was that the dude that used to tuck his shirt behind the belt buckles from Houston? <laughs>
2: Kia Shine <laughs> Was that, that Kia Shine? <laughs> he looked like a familiar face Or Ira Nubu Ira Nubu had the more crispier braids So while he was riding pine, he Speaking was looking crispy, fresh
1: Kia Shine, I'm so crispy I'm so crispy <laughs> I don't know how that
2: song goes But I'm going to keep doing my little shoulder move right. Um, Yeah, I can kind of picture Penguin being a like, Suicide Squad villain too Just off not doing the obvious Batman if they oh, want to yeah. throw him where the humor is at. Alright, next up. I think it was the last week or something, two weeks ago. Tom Holland was talking about uh two individuals who he would want to be in this Uncharted movie that he has signed on to do. Oh, yeah. To play the character of Sully, I guess. Uh, they
1: really couldn't just uh figure out how to just make a regular Uncharted movie with an adult. Nope, they like, we can't get
2: Chris Pratt, so we gotta get the youngin', do a little origin story, and the person who would play his mentor in the movie, Chris or Tom Holland, said he would like it to be Jake Gyllenhaal or Chris Pratt. Jake Gyllenhaal will not do this movie because <laughs> of Prince of Persia. Alright, but which one would you rather see in it, like for whatever reason... It could be logical, like you just said, or it could be just off of what you would think would make for the best movie, or just who you would want to see in the flick. I would
1: rather it be Chris Pratt, but as far as somebody being the mentor, uh, looking at it, like the visual-wise, Jake Gyllenhaal would make more sense, because Chris Pratt seemed like he would be silly and stuff. All right. I but looked at... gotta go Chris Pratt.
2: So I saw the character, what he looked like, because I don't play this game. Um, I actually don't. I ain't got a PS4. I think Brianna's played all of them so far, so she would probably have a better understanding of this. But looking at the person, Chris Pratt almost looks exactly like the dude. He really did when I saw the picture. <laughs> but, and Jake Gyllenhaal, my second favorite actor. <sighs> would I want him to do this movie? I don't want him to do anymore. I would literally have to almost see the whole movie <laughs> and then be able to place him in it. Two scares gonna flop. Because I, I like what Tom Holland's doing. I like how he's positioning himself as to be like a young action star by uh-huh. doing this. I mean, this movie could really derail it. And then he would have to go right back to Spider-Man to save it again. Dang it. But I like him as an actor so far, what I've seen with him. Him and Jake Gyllenhaal pairing up for a movie I think would be dope. Especially with Jake Gyllenhaal playing a mentor role. Because he has that type of vibe in a movie, mm-hmm. even though he's not that old. But I think Chris Pratt would make the most sense and he would fit in this type of vibe of movie. And it would almost be like a compromise. Like, all right, I didn't sign on to be like the main dude, but I'm willing to give my time to be like this little side dude. Just like Donald Glover and Spider-Man.
1: I guess I'll just be in it if
2: (laughs) I ain't (laughs) Spider-Man. So, yeah, I guess I would say Chris Pratt as well. All right, moving on again. Back to Wonder Woman a little bit. Patty Jenkins and one of the numerous numerous quotes she keeps having for the future of this uh, franchise because it's looking like they might just go ahead and green light the sequel real quick and then throw it out in the next year or two. Basically said the future of Wonder Woman movies may have to have the invisible jet in it.
1: You it. Know, why? <laughs> and if y'all gonna do it, save it for three. Or throw it in one of these bad movies where we are done with you by now. How would that look? I have that looks so crazy. They're just splitting a leg in, sliding get Y'all can do that if y'all make a what was it? Super friends? Like a super friends movie. <laughs> I'm trying to like put my
2: my head into where the comedy was at in this this first one. I can see them making a joke about the jet being right there. Yeah, one joke. But not actually getting in the jet and taking off. <laughs> my she just In the sky, (laughs) just driving. You just just see her in the seated position, nothing else around her. That's it. Just a serious scene where she's going off to battle. She's mid flight. Uh You know how dumb that would look? (laughs) A joke is fine. A joke is like, she can say something like, We can take my jet. And she points over there. And and Ben
1: Athleck cease on his bad jokes. Right. He's like, well, I don't I thought I, she was with you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He'll go like, I don't see anything. And then she goes, Trust me, it's there. And then he goes, Let's just take mines. And then they go <laughs> off and do whatever. That's 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 fine. But legit her riding around in that joint about a little while. So we're going to quickly move on from that. Speaking of Justice League, kind of. <laughs> Doug Lyman leaves Justice League Dark for what he called a scheduling nightmare. <laughs> so he's left. Uh, what's it called already? Uh, crap, what was that movie he left? Gambit. Yep, Gambit. Which he says he still believes will get made. He's left Justice League Dark. Now... Going back to a question I believe I've asked several episodes ago, which movie do you think is going to get made first? Justice League Dark, which Justice League is having the hardest time getting off officially <laughs> off the crazy. ground, and this movie is the D-plus side of the Justice League with some D-plus characters from DC. You think they're going to get their own movie first? Or is Gambit? Trying gonna get his own solo movie Not in a movie Not in one of these several thousand X-Men properties they got coming out A solo Gambit movie This is a battle See if I'm not mistaken I think he said Justice League Dark would get made first Are you sticking with that Or are you leaning towards Gambit
1: I'm still sticking with that Because They got so little traction with Gambit <laughs> they just hanging on to Shannon Tatum.
2: Yeah, he, said, he said he's still open to doing it, but I think if it don't get made by this year, I think he's going to move on. I hope so. <laughs> Speaking of Shannon Tatum, did you see that Lucky, what's that movie, Lucky Ones, Lucky Seven, something, that new movie has with Adam Driver and Daniel Craig?
1: Oh, I didn't look at the trailer.
2: You got to watch that trailer because <laughs> I wasn't expecting Daniel Craig to put on a performance of a lifetime <laughs> if he don't get some sort of awards nomination talk that. because he is acting and sounding nothing like you would think daniel craig should act finally or sound
1: emote some emotion uh-huh
2: that monotone performance that he'd be giving all the james bonds gone This good. dude, let's do the accent <laughs> And the fact that they kept saying Introducing Daniel Craig
1: Oh, that must be like He
2: reinvented himself I was like, this dude about to He about to win some sort of award Or at least get nominated Man, this funny. looks funny It was crazy, but There you go, Daniel Craig But yeah, so you're going with Justice League Dark Is going to get made first Yeah, barely It's looking like a 5% chance For one of these movies And a 1% chance For one yeah, of these movies Getting really. made I'm really struggling to see who's I'm going to put for the 5 And with the 1 I'm gonna go out on a limb, kind of, and say that Gambit will get made first. That's just so painful to yeah. picture that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this Justice League, even though I think this ju- they, the reason he left is because I think DC wants to do this Justice League movie really bad and like really soon, sooner than later. So they had to like you know get rid of him so they could find an actual person who can do it. So every all signs are basically pointing to that one getting made first. And DC has like so many open slots that they've been throwing out there for movies that they they that need to be made, and they said they want to make a thousand movies in one year. So <laughs> that all signs are basically saying that movie should get made first. Ugh. But I I can't see it. I can't. I just can't see that movie getting made in the tumultuous state that DC is in, even though it has one good movie. And you got the That's whole sad. thing with Justice League and Zack Snyder and Josh Weed and just. Everything behind the scenes, Simon Kinberg. I think, I think if Deadpool is a success again, and the New Mutants and the X Men Phoenix, whatever it's called, all those have to be a success. Mm-hmm. Then I think that would entail that they're given more incentive to finally. Push Gambit to the forefront. I think they'll finally find some no-name director to do it. I think, and I think on top of Channing Tatum will give them an ultimatum. Like, I'm not doing this movie <laughs> unless we, and if we don't do it by this certain time, because they have the star. What's it called? DC don't got the star yeah. attached to that movie. They just have a script, I believe. They have a script, nothing else. Gambit has a star and a producer, nothing else. So I'm gonna have to ride with Gambit but mind you, I still would prefer Gambit be in one of these numerous X-Men properties.
1: Why did he pick Gambit?
2: I would pref- He singled that character out. I would prefer Gambit make an appearance at like the season finale of this Gifted series that's coming out oh, before yeah. him do his own movie. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, this is what y'all feel is the right thing to do. I'm going to just disagree. That's crazy. And then lastly, just want to quickly touch on this. So, a few episodes ago, your boy, Miles Teller, was put on punishment. That ain't my boy. Because he decided to join another movie with Shailene Woodley, trying oh, his yeah. hardest to bring her stock down. The movie, I believe, is called A Drift or something. They were going to be the two leads. But apparently, scheduling conflicts has made Miles Teller drop out the flick, and Sam Kaplan has took his spot.
1: <laughs> I ain't not see that.
2: So, I'm happy. Because he was put on punishment for a reason. Yeah. But. Sam Claflin? I, the, I want to throw the question out Sam to you. Woodley. <laughs> Would you rather see Sam Claflin in this movie than Miles Teller?
1: I mean, I'm probably not seeing this movie regardless, because <laughs> I don't be doing movies like this, but seeing Sam Claflin on it just makes me think of the movie where he's a wheelchair man. <laughs> And movies like that, so... It depends on... They seem like they're not progressing on past these certain movies. Yeah, that's a fact. So, with Sam Claflin... I I go with Miles Taylor just as far as fit. It's like they got better
2: chemistry than what Sam Claflin and Shailene is gonna have. Yeah, I feel like they're, like, they have this group that they're meshed in when it comes to, like, their tier. Shailene Willie, like, should... She keeps trying to get out of there. She should be past it, but she refuses. But I don't think it's necessarily her fault. I think it's she's making decisions Spider-Man. that are. Spider Man is a reason why she keeps being put back. Like, she keeps making those steps to get out of there. Mm. Mind you, if you go back and watch Secret Life, she should not be in this predicament because she was probably overall one of the most annoying characters on that show. <laughs> How I'm a big fan of hers from that show is still mind boggling to me. Cause it it made me really question things when I re- <laughs> went back and rewatched that show. Like, how am I a big fan of hers? Cause every episode, I'm like, I hate this character. She is so annoying. <laughs> so she was able to move. She did a little indie stuff. She was all right. So I'm getting respected. She got some mm-hmm. awards love with uh with um the Descendants. Yep. I was like, all right, everything's moving to the right direction. She tried to do Spider Man. I was like, all right, starring them tomboy. Outfit she had on, I was like, "What the heck are they doing?" They were saying she was looking fluffy, and then they cut her out of the movie. I was like, "Okay, y'all hurting her career." And she went back and did like Divergent. Everything was looking good, and then Insurgent came and Allegiant (laughs) or whatever. Yeah, Allegiant came, and then that made Ascendant null and void. Wasn't happening.
0: I'm
2: like, okay. Every time she takes one step forward, she takes two steps back for things that are not her fault, and then she does. Snowden, which was able to show her acting skills once again with a renowned director, a good uh, co-star with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which seemed like a great script, had one of the best teaser trailers I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> then the movie comes out. Doesn't make no money. People ain't really responding to it all like that, even though I thought it was good. So she was like, all right, I thought I made a good career choice. Didn't really make a noise in the mainstream. And then she did that show on HBO, Big... Big something lies, which I heard was really good. So we'll see if that has a impact on her career. But then she she signs on to these movies, and then these Miles Tellers of the world sign on next to her. <laughs> then when he can't do it, they go down a step a step down and get Sam Sam Claflin. But going back to the question I asked, in my opinion, you you said Miles Teller. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Miles Teller as well. My <laughs> From contrary to popular belief from this show, Miles Teller ain't an awful actor. Yeah. He just, just looks a, funny. He's just not the best actor at points, and he doesn't make the best movies, and something about his face and his whole demeanor is more cockier than it should be. hmm So I would have to go with him as well. Like you said, they work together, so they probably have better chemistry. But either way, this movie ain't looking good. So the storyline got to be A1, because the co-star they keep attracting to this film it ain't really too positive. Yeah. All right. So before we move on to the punishment segment or Ron Tomato, still can't remember which goes first. You got anything you else don't... you want to throw out there?
1: I got anything. Let me check real quick. That's my pulling up the internet real fast. That's, music. Bad. That's bad music. Nah, no, that was fire. It wasn't. Nope, I think. That's... Yep, that's it. I ain't got nothing.
2: Alright, so I believe the punishment segment is next. Do you have somebody you wanna in put on punishment?
1: I mean, I feel like we got a bunch of options, but I can't pinpoint on who should get it. Uh, Theo James put in a last minute cannabis. <laughs> Shout
2: think- out to Ansel Elgert. Ansel For Elger the has- first time, <laughs> he has earned a smidge of our respect back because he
1: had not one, two bangers. Uh-huh. We gotta ignore uh, that, that bullcrap. the third one we watched, but if we ignore that. That's what Elgar is.
2: He has a promising singing <laughs> career based off of his surprise voice. He got bangers. I was, I am utterly shocked. He
1: if you like like Fetty Wye, Post Malone, with a mix Sam of like Smith. yeah, with a mix of like a <laughs> Sam Smith type singer, you enjoy you some uh, Ansel. some Ansel Elgert. Now he needs to change his artist name.
2: Give put him a Daft Punk helmet on.
1: Yep, get a mask, he whatever did, new
2: style he like. He could be a superstar. Dang, he had he was on a song called Killing
1: Spree with Logic. Where I was getting nervous that he was going to do some bars because this beat was banging, but they they brought the beat down a little bit and let him it sing him, a let nice him float verse float over it.
2: Dang! So yeah. shout out to Anslinger yeah. Elgar for being a much better singer than he is actually. Because initially I was like,
1: he's about to get it today. When I saw that his name on there as having a song, I was like, well, we sealed it up. Who's about to get punishment?
2: Uh, so shout out to you. You still a god, but yeah, you
1: still terrible, but you get a little respect. Yeah. Come come out with a third banger? He's he's going to be dangerously close to not sucking at the end of this. Somebody else is going to be... Baby Driver be good, and he not terrible
2: uh, in it? He might have... This might be the best career year of his career. We got to see.
1: We got to see it. Music's... The music's there. Yep. Now we (laughs) got to get to the movie.
2: (laughs) And so... He might, and
1: the, the fact that we still feel this way after watching him dance on with, when yeah. he used to be live with Kelly and
2: Michael—that was that was kind of painful, very it's, painful. And he said stuff like darkness and Apportment. <laughs> <laughs> so by the end of this year, Ansel could be—he could have graduated and moved on from the Leo B. Gyllenhaal spotlight. Uh huh. So the Ansel, then
1: back. we'll dial in on possibly <laughs> Co. James that's the
2: way he looked doing <laughs> or, dance moves or. Even though he ain't gonna be in this movie, Nat Wolf, because his brother gonna be showing that moly moly mo on. <laughs> Nat jo- Wolf has a movie coming <laughs> <Jibachi>. <laughs> out.
1: He has a movie coming out. He has Death Note coming out, so let that movie be trash. It look it looked crazy. He looks crazy. <laughs>
2: or we might find a newcomer. Yeah. Dang, somebody knows. Transformers is coming out. Knows like you all bad actors. You know, Transformers keep one on the hip. So you, you never know. Who was that dude that was in the last what was one? His name. He was on, He was up for Han Solo. He was kind of
1: trash <laughs> and nasty. He was like tw- his character was like twenty five, and yeah, Mark Wahlberg's daughter
2: was real young. Yeah, he was booty. But huh, being on the lookout. Things could be changing. That could mm-hmm. be changing vastly. He was probably. He's like, I'm tired of people making fun of me. Granted, I
1: can't change my face. <laughs> it's just gonna be dumb forever and my vibe. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got the moves. All right, so we have Theo James technically
2: is a nominee. Malik Malik Burke, but we already talked about yeah. him basically. Sorry, he can be in last place right now. I have two contenders, and I'll let you choose from these people. All right, let's hear. This was last week. Tyler Perry was gonna get it <laughs> because. The new, the official release date for who, A Medea Halloween 2* was announced, which reminded mm-hmm. me that they made that movie. What was that? What, what was that joke he said in it about, about him looking like th- oh the gorgeous or something <laughs> disgusting? I forgot all about that, and that m- makes it even more that he could what get it. What
1: does that mean? <laughs> the gorgeous?
2: Yeah, whatever. He's I gotta. I want to get that movie just to fast forward to that that scene where he said that to make sure I wasn't tripping. <laughs> the gorgeous. This is another fastbender kiss on kiss scene. That fast. I make sure I, I wasn't tripping. Do double take. Like, why is he kissing
1: himself right now?
2: I double take from the people but, uh, around me like,
1: <laughs> Y'all didn't just hear what I just heard? That phasmino on thing. The gorgeous. Like, did he just say the gorgeous? Either way,
2: that was very <laughs> gross. Uh, it wasn't the fact that it was calling another man gorgeous. It was the fact that he threw that combination in there. Good. Like, that was a nasty. Because
1: not only was he saying he looked like Chris Hemsworth,
2: basically. He's saying. He's saying he's gorgeous.
1: <laughs> and because he don't want to say two sentences, he <laughs> smashed it. Yeah, he's the, the f- gorgeous. I was really distracted the <laughs> fact that he smashed those words together.
2: That was very oh, disgusting. Man. And then, so, the fact that I was reminded that that movie is coming out this year, Tyler Perry's up for it, and then last but not least, Kirsten Dunst, because she... I gosh, she was
1: popping off I mean, she <laughs> she <kept> the side <laughs> of her mouth, showing off her very <laughs> crazy teeth.
2: <laughs> She's been... Getting a lot of Spider-Man questions of late. That's mean. Well, you don't do no other type of movies, so what about Spider-Man
1: movies you did right. about 15 years ain't, ago? Ain't nobody trying to
2: talk to her about her role in hidden figures.
1: Oh, yeah, she was in that playing racist lady. Her <laughs> and Jim Parsons.
2: But the first day asked her if she seen the second Spider-Man franchise, she said, no, she said no. She said, why was the point when ours is the best one? How'd she know that? <laughs> and then she seen, or then she was asked about this new one, and she criticizes, saying, basically, why are they making it when ours is the better one? <laughs> so we all know I'm Marvel bias, and mm-hmm. this Spider Man looking like it's gonna be great. Yeah. So coming from somebody who you wouldn't go to saying, Kristen Dunn's killed that Spider Man trilogy. Ain't Definitely nobody Body thinking about you all like that. You just in the movie. You played a good Mary Jane because your hair was red. And other than that, ain't nobody really checking for you. So maybe if this was like Tobey Maguire popping off of the gums or Sam Remy, I'd let it slide. If, if Tobey Maguire started <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, he, best Spider Man, yeah, if he removed his initial personality and started becoming emo Spider Man uh, like he was in that last one, I'd take it. But Kirsten Dunst or Kristen Dunst, whatever your name is, I ain't really in the mood. To take that lip from you, so our nominees for punishment segment for this episode: Theo James for that boogie he was doing that to, so hard not to get to him, lead <laughs> to that it was fresher in my head, <laughs> Leading to that booty singing he was doing on that YouTube video. Tyler Perry for a Madea a boo, a Medea Halloween too. <laughs> That's a bad title as still, or Kristen or Kirsten Dunst for her criticizing the new Spider-Man reboot. Well, first, I'm going to take Tyler
1: Perry off, because Tyler Perry going to be Tyler Perry. <laughs> okay. So? And <laughs> it comes down to Theo and the James. Theo, it's just like when Jeremy Lynn started playing good on the Knicks. You he like, he's good right now, but I got to see more. So, that was awful, but I feel like I need to see. I mean, that was real, real bad. <laughs> I don't need to see much more, I guess. I just need to see an extra second of that video, but I'm going to go. Tristan Dunst, cause let's break it down, character by character. You got Peter Parker, Toby Maguire against uh, what's uh Andrew Garfield against Tom Holland. So which one would be your favorite, based off of the small sample size of Tom Holland we got?
2: Toby Maguire's third. That's a fact. <laughs> Unfortunately, it ain't like he sucked in the first two. And this is a difficult one. It. <sighs> Are we doing, like, this Spider-Man is still in high school? Like, the all of them started out with?
1: Yeah, we can do it. I mean, we're going actual age and looks-wise. Tom Holland uh, got Tom that. Tom Holland learned. got that easy.
2: <laughs> Performance-wise, this is a very tough decision, because it seems like Tom Holland is going to embody what... He really seems like. ...Spider-Man, I, like, the young Spider-Man is supposed to be. Yeah. Andrew Garfield played it very well. He also played it because of how he looks, like a person who should have been out of high school or you could tell he was about to graduate the next day. Yeah. So if we're going off of just the total film, going off the potential that Tom Holland is showcasing, but that's not taking nothing away from Andrew Garfield because I thought he played Spider-Man, how Spider-Man should have been played up to that point. All
1: right, now let's go to... What that character's name? Emma Stone Who did Emma Stone play Gwen Stacy Yeah let's go to the Gwen Stacy's Bryce Dallas Howard Emma Stone And this young like 13 year old girl That I don't <laughs> know what her name is That's playing her in this one
2: Not the girl not, Obviously, not <laughs> the black girl Is she black No, no I think it's Gaga. a Oh there's a white girl in this movie Hold on I,
1: Now I can't remember if that little girl is playing Her or Mary Jane She's playing I'm just gonna say it's her
2: One of them. Not
1: <laughs> her Either one, either one, whoever it is will be third. Yeah, not
2: her, not Bryce Dallas Howard. May- this was an easy one. Yeah, it would have been, it would still have been a blowout, but maybe it'd have been a smidge closer if her character wasn't done so dirty as she was in Spider Man Three. So easy, Emma Stone, clearly.
1: Let's go to Mary Jane's. Not one for the spec, amazing. I mean,
2: uh, you I- got you got leather jacket. Oh yeah, all okay, right. We're
1: gonna we're gonna do that. We're gonna go Kristen Dunst, Kristen Teeth Dunst. We're going to go Frumpy Leather Jacket, and we're going to go Zendaya, I suppose. (sighs) And we've only seen trailers of Zendaya. But uh, they must have a thing for making Mary Jane look wild because she looked fresh out of the (laughs)
2: bag. Yeah, I'm not really feeling this wild-looking Zendaya when it comes to playing Mary Jane. If it turns out to be the case... Even though
1: she's playing
2: Michelle. Yeah, if it turns out to be the case, actually, I may mean, I won't be mad, but if we're going to do it ideally, I'm putting her last. Then we got Kristen Dunst or Shailene Woodley. I don't like what they were about to do with Shailene Woodley, because she was about to be somebody who was fixing up motorcycles and stuff. My thing is, they, filmed, they r- changed the script to get her out of it. That's wild. By you, she shouldn't have been in the movie in the first place. She should have been saved for the third one. They meet in the third one. They create a relationship in the third one. That was fine. So I can see why they booted her out Dang. at the last minute, but she shouldn't have been in the movie in the first place. That's crazy. But I also ain't giving it to Kirsten Dunst, too, so change how Shailene Whitley was going to be then make it her. And then real quick James Franco
1: or uh, Dane DeHaan Dane DeHaan about the same but James Franco looked cooler at the end than with Dane DeHaan
2: Dane DeHaan was getting wild and Dane DeHaan did a cure for wellness (laughs) so I'm really not on his side right now and he's about to do Valerian the Something yeah. of a thousand planets, whatever that's called. So I'm mm-hmm. going with James Franco. All right, now my yeah.
1: very final one. You got Tom Hardy, or everybody say it with me, <laughs> Topher Grace. Grace. This is no
2: contest. No <laughs> to Topher Grace is seen, my answer. We ain't seen nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Maybe we see the picture. Tom Hardy did. <laughs> yes.
1: But I know for a fact facts
2: to- only. To- Toby McCoy. Yeah, no to Topher Grace is my answer. All right, so go ahead and give Kristen Dunce that ode. Punishment. All right, right Miss Dunce, you are on punishment, ma'am, for talking out the side of your mouth about a movie. Movies you ain't even seen. All three of them. <laughs> Don't disrespect Marvel and their genius by talking about yours is the gold standard. It is right now. Things change. Special they don't effects say wise, the
1: same. Y'all's movie ain't. Yeah, y'all's like crazy action and, and sto- y'all
2: had one in y'all's franchise that was awful. <laughs> These ones ain't got awful ones yet. Soundtrack and story wise, yeah. I mean, not soundtrack. Action and story wise, all right. You can boast, but tell somebody else that was a part of the movie to do the boasting. You ain't the person. Yeah. Every single one of those movies, your character was. Hanging off some webs yeah, in <laughs> a building, a building, taxi train, something that was moving through the sky. Uh, you had Doc Ock, had you I don't know. Y'all was in some thing on the water in some little area where you was just you was always the prototypical generic damsel in distress. Uh-huh. So that's what you should be talking about, complaining about how your character never did anything <laughs> of substance. Don't talk about these new movies. I'm gonna just keep it short and sweet and simple like that. So, Kristen Dunst, go sit in the corner. My sound effects. Think about shutting your mouth. Maybe watching these movies first before you talk, and don't disrespect these new movies when you wasn't even the go-to person that everybody was checking for in those Spider-Man movies in the first place. right. that's a little Kristen Chris. So moving on to the Ron Tomatoes segment, we got kind of a little packed one here. So over the break, we still did prediction on not one but two movies because I was under the assumption because lately, like a lot of these movies we do aren't the big movies because they be putting the uh, uh, reviews come out a lot more or a lot earlier than a week before the movie or that week that the movie comes out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm I want to start getting some of these bigger movies in. So I was like, let's do the Mummy. Just in case uh, there's a score in Rotten Tomatoes the week of. But as of right now, there's not a score in Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's, that gotta be the worst, one of the worst movies then. <laughs> yeah, this movie might, is looking like it's gonna be booty. So, but I, we can still do it though and do another movie this week. But, there's still two movies that we have to resolve, including one of the movies we guessed over the little hiatus. I'm very mad at, it. <laughs> I saw it's one of these movies. So first up, we got to do Baywatch. So I don't even remember what I said. Baywatch is sitting at a disgusting 20% on (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's better than the 13 that it was at for a while. Uh, Lord. So some fans came and reviewed the movie. But it's sitting at a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. I jumped out the window and gave it a 50%. (laughs) You... Gave it a 35%. Okay. So you get the victory there. Still very high. (laughs) At least she was 15 off and not 30. I know I'm about to lose this next one. So that's a W for you there, which moves my lead 20% from. It was 10-7. Now it's 10-8. Next up, we guessed Captain Underpants. We guessed way too low. The first epic movie, I guess it's called. We guessed that over the hiatus. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's sitting at a surprisingly 85%. Goodness. So I guess this movie is great, no matter how little promotion I feel like it got. How come we ain't certified fresh? That's
1: what I don't understand.
2: That is, yeah, what does movies have to be to get certified fresh nowadays? So I thought it was like 70? Was it 60 like or 70-something? 70
1: 77 or something like that. I mean,
2: what's? do they not have enough reviews? Right, because Guardians of the Galaxy is at a disappointing 81%. That's yeah, certified fresh. certified fresh.
1: Oh, so it is seventy. Why is Alien I feel like Alien Covenant might have been like seventy five or something, It got certified and then
2: Yes that's seventy one. That's yeah.
1: But yeah, Beauty and the Beast is seventy one is not
2: certified fresh. Yeah, I don't know what it means to be certified fresh then, but hmm. also I'm just distracted by the fact that Bloodline Season three, which is a show I've been contemplating watching on Netflix, has a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. <laughs> so Jesus Christ, Kyle Chandler. Right. Hmm. First, you don't get a cable <laughs> road. They give it to a dude
1: that's already playing a super, the biggest villain in Marvel Cinematic Universe history. That's probably why Ryan Reynolds
2: didn't want it. He saw the future. He saw his like, TV show going yo, down. TV the TV show now. may suck soon. All right. So, but so, like I said, Captain Underpants sent in at eighty five percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I gave it a sixty four percent. I gave it something low. <laughs> I think you gave it a. Forty-eight percent. Yikes! So that gives me the victory there, and I thought I was shooting high. I wasn't expecting eighty-four percent. So that bumps Bali back up to three, sitting at eleven, and you at eight. So then next episode, we will resolve the mummy, which we both gave it a very close rating. <laughs> I gave it a fifty-six percent. You gave it a fifty-four percent. Okay. So we really hoping one of us ends up on the opposite side of that, but. We'll see next week. But this week, another movie to throw out there is All Eyes on Me. That's, comes out that's next Friday. Okay. Let me make sure that doesn't have yep, but that doesn't have any reviews yet.
1: All right. Let me
2: It's the tough one. I usually use.
1: I get a score just pops straight to my head. Me too, but I'm not
2: it's a little fuzzy right now. I'm trying to Trying to play with the antennas um, That was garbage uh, Let's see I need one second Let's see Once again I have a number that comes to my head But this is starting to become my generic number I probably got the same number Alright we're about to say it at the same time Hey, right, one, one, two, two three, thirty-five. 35 30, <laughs> uh. <laughs> That is sad.
0: <laughs>
2: <Jeez>. One off.
1: <laughs> that is crazy. All right, I'm, I'm gonna read. It. I'm gonna change mine. <laughs> uh, Cause if you think, obviously, which everybody gonna compare it to, straight out of Compton, which is at like eighty something, I think. All right, you can, I'm gonna compare it to then Benny Boom, Notorious, ben, yeah,
2: Notorious, Benny Boom's Next Day Air. Was that like a 21 percent? Oh yeah, I I know Benny Boom ain't directing no above 50 percent movie. That <laughs> <laughs> literally got to be off the strength. Whoa, okay, now things have changed. Now Notorious, directed by an individual named George Tillem, Tillman Jr. Now I'm distracted because I want to see what movies he directed. He directed Barbershop, The Next Cut. He did. The Longest Ride. There ain't no no way. The Inevitable Defeat of Mr. and Pete. Faster, which I believe is a Dwayne Johnson flick.
1: He ain't directed There ain't no way he
2: directed every last one of these. Notorious nothing. No, I'm sorry. He was a producer on Barbershop the Next Cut, but an actor in The Longest Ride, my bad, he directed the other movie, directed Fashion, directed Notorious,
1: directed... Because n- Tim Story directed them
2: first two Barbershops, I think. So he hasn't really directed... He only directed Soul Food, <laughs> Men of Honor, before he got Notorious. So they must have saw Soul Food, and that's how he got the movie. Dang. So yeah, so hmm, Okay, Where's but notorious, at? notorious is at 51% right now This is a tough one
1: I'm gonna go <laughs> This has the potential to be a higher rated movie But right now my gut Is 43% 43? That's what I think
2: I'm gonna stay with
1: Part- think it could be like 60, I feel 60-ish
2: Right, that's the same that's what I was about to change mine too, because part of me wants to leave it at thirty six percent, but part of me has sixty three though. That's what I suppose sixties. I'm gonna stick with forty
1: three. Hope for the best.
2: This movie took so long to get off the ground. So you going with forty three? Yeah. I'm really about to take a risk. That's what
1: I was close to, but I can't risk nothing right now.
2: 63 just see is very high. <laughs> but also, I looked at shit out of Compton like this was garbage before, but F. Gary Gray got a better track record than...
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, Nathan, just pick one and move on. That's what you said, government. <laughs> 36 or 63? 36 or 63%? I'm really about to jump out the window and just say 63.
1: I think I'm ready yep. to jump. I don't out have the any window. faith in this one, <laughs>
2: but I am just deciding. You know, I'm in a mood to take a ridiculous risk, and I'm going with 63% for freaking Tupac, all eyes on me. You said 43 Mm hmm. All right. All right, so next week, we going to resolve the mummy. Then the week after that. We're going to do all eyes on me and see how wrong and far off my review is.
1: I feel like mine about to be off. It's going to be like
2: 80% or something stupid. This is going to be ridiculous, but all right, so moving on from there is the Blu-ray segment if I am not mistaken. Uh, yeah. I'm going to start coming up with names for like this segment, something off the racks.
1: <laughs> what All right, so we missed a week, therefore we go back like wave caps and fit all right so we did the week with that was trash we did the week with great wall and logan right mm. oh yeah because we also saved my life as a zucchini oh yeah so then we move on to all right here we go a movie that i wasn't a huge fan of because there was a very cringeworthy scene in it before i fall
2: <laughs> this is a might rent I know I recall that scene vividly of some white people dancing in the car. Uh. The movie was cool. I'm like, I like, what's her name? I feel like she could be a star, but she's also, I can see her completely falling on her face with some of the, like, the direction she's going. And
1: she can't keep jumping from high school student in movies to
2: lead love interest. Yes, she just needs to. Be smarter about things to make her career go in the direction it should. This movie had a decent concept. Was it portrayed in the way it should have been? No. Ultimately, how it ended it was stupid. I don't know why. It makes me keep thinking of 13
1: reasons why. Oh, yeah. Got, it got kind brain. of that
2: feel, but a bad version of it. So, <laughs> I'm going to go with my this. All right.
1: I can't remember if you've seen this. The Shack?
2: No, I was supposed to get around to it because I know okay. my mom wouldn't
1: see it, but haven't watched it yet. Did you see Collide with Nicholas Holt? Is
2: that that movie with uh Anthony Hopkins? Is there anybody else in there?
1: <laughs> nah, I ain't seen that movie because they
2: it, either it was awful or I ain't seen it. Nah, no, you seen this Fist Fight? That is a might rent as well. I was disappointed in this movie. I'm always up for an Ice Cube flick, but some of the a lot of the times his quality of movies he's in lets me down, but it doesn't. Deterred my hype for the next film. <laughs> and on top of that, uh, what is that girl's name? Christina, Christina Hendricks, Hendricks and her awful choosing of Rose is just <laughs> getting mind-boggling. <laughs> so with all that said, that's a my rant. All right,
1: two more movies. A Cure for Wellness, a movie no. just
2: talked about. <laughs> I never want to see that disgustingly, painfully awful. I had no clue what was going on. In that flick I don't want to see That movie again <laughs> Last movie
1: uh, Excuse me May I have this dance Beauty and the Beast
2: That's another Might rent Personally I'm fine with Never seeing that movie again I've seen it One too many times already And that was twice If somebody says Hey You want to watch Beauty and the Beast I'll say you can put it on I'm With my phone be, on phone be in my hand <laughs> Yes, will I be on the couch with my head faced forward, not sideways to where the TV is? Probably, but it's not a bad movie to where I would be like, nah, fam, we got to watch something else. So that's my rant. All right, and that's it for the Blu-rays this week. All right, I don't believe we have any other segment to run through. (laughs) Not Not that I can remember. Oh, wait. What movie do you plan on I, seeing <laughs> before our next episode? Uh,
1: either Captain Underpants or It Comes at Night. But also with me, there's always a potential of no. Oh, and or the Mummy. But there's always a potential of nothing.
2: So I I'm gonna try to see something this week before the new stuff comes out. Hopefully that's Captain Underpants. But I will either see the mummy or it comes at night. Hopefully both. But the way I've been going lately, ain't no telling. <laughs> so I'll just put it and say the mummy is what I'm shooting for seeing next. Okay. All right. So I believe that is actually the end point uh, of the show. It is your boy. Or right, this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, what you might call it. It is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Dizel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz in the 3rd, a.k.a. Nady Irving, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., a.k.a. Nate Yawine, a.k.a. Baby Nate, a.k.a. Uh, I don't
1: know what that's a pun uh,
2: on. <laughs> man.
1: You can find our podcast on iTunes if you type in Leo B.J. And then it should finish out for you. <laughs> also on soundcloud.com slash the great musical. You can find everything on those things. movies.wordpress.com Got a little facelift. Little addition to it. Some style. It's Joaquin Penny's a.k.a. Pusha K, .k a.k.a. Kayanya Fix My Life, Van Zant the Booking Agent, Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guy, Young Black Phillip, Kayanya Taylor Joy, Fossil Man the Fitbit, Messiah, I also go by Terry Hightower and Chevy K, and and Pusha 4K, and Chorus Kojo, a.k.a. Glock Eisweiler, Station Wagon K, Chatwick Flossman, and uh... Sweet!
2: Would you be, be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll, I'll be, be there, there when, when you,
1: you need me, when you need me, just call and receive me.
2: That was All fire. Right. All right. So before we start telling you, or before we start leaving about this joint, who sucks? Theo,
1: Theo, Theo, James sucks. Theo, 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 James sucks. Hey. He got a song called Straight Up, and that's when we realized Theo, James sucks. Hey. As well as Miles, funny face teller. Yep. Alex, you were in that movie, Ro. <laughs> Jai actually didn't ruin Suicide Squad, Courtney. Um, Does that bring us over to... Am I missing somebody before we get to the king? Nat Wolf. Oh, Nat Goofy. Goofy (laughs) self with a goofy brother wolf. Now we get to somebody who got bangers. (laughs) Somebody who was a pleasant surprise. Somebody who's about to get a song played. Let's go. Hey Go Ansel Go Ansel <laughs> Hey Whew, He tearing them ivory up. Hey.
2: I said 1, 2, 1, two, Let's three, go I've been a long time Who is that? A <laughs> is that Ansel? Yeah Ansel go, yeah. What else? Who is that man? That, hey. ain't, that ain't Pacers jersey with no shirt underneath, it really is it?
1: That ain't, ain't Funny Runner. He's just starting a movie called Funny Runner.
2: <laughs> that ain't Baby Driver, is it? Hey.
1: And Baby Driver, he's probably listening to his own music and <laughs> driving them cars.
2: Is that Sam Smith's younger brother, Cam Smith? <laughs> is that Fetty Wop's adopted brother? Uh huh. <laughs> Fetty White?
1: Eddie White with two
2: eyes. <laughs> die. Dang. All
1: right, we'll let that ride out.
2: That was and Solo. elgort He's trying to get his king title stripped. Dang. He'd have been the reigning champ for about the last 13,000 years. Somebody trying to come and take his
1: belt. <laughs> his comedy championship belt. <laughs> Don't
2: let him be on Wild Now. I could not only see it,
1: that would burn my soul. Because I know, I already know he's like, at the family reunion. Because <laughs> when my verse did it and she was off beat. Yeah, all the
2: people who was trying to be on the show, how they was off beat. That's just a sliver with Ansel. Is, I would think be. she's
1: still going to be on the show because I keep seeing pictures of her uh, on the set. Jesus. Well, hopefully, she don't do not do at the family reunion. Love and, Ansel, dudes. you don't do that either because you'll be doing your little. He would snap try to scene. be at the <laughs> forefront
2: of all the jokes. <laughs> Shout out to Ansel, though, for doing something good finally. Theo James did something good earlier this year with Underworld, but he re- recouped and did something <laughs> bad just now. Super bad. Jaya Courtney, this was last year, but he. Didn't kill Suicide Squad, like he yes. says, so that's a plus. Now Wolf still has nothing but negativity under his belt, <laughs> as with Alex Rowe. Alex Rowe. So before he we burst it onto the <laughs> scene with fifth fifth wave or fourth wave or
1: fifth element, whatever it's called. <laughs>
2: garbage was good. But before we exit out, can't go another thousand episodes without saying the name, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh yeah. That's it. And then This podcast ain't about them no more. Nope. <laughs> And then, to your boy, Malik or Malik, invitation still, my work, brother. Work. You can be on the podcast. Make fun of us. <laughs> That's what we want. We'll
1: sit there and just be yeah, in silence, can. getting riffed on. It may even get under one of our skins and we may actually, uh, <laughs> like, a tear may well up. <laughs> uh, or we dang, might try It was try all
2: to... fun and games until you just said that. <laughs> or we might try to bark back at you not uh-huh. be able to control ourselves. <laughs> Doubt it, but... Try it out. So come mm. and speak your piece, my brother.
1: I'll, I'll I'll holler at you. Try to get you back on the podcast. Give you maybe write you a script. Cause <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... let's you know what? Let's do a movie together. We got this V Dog movie coming out mm-hmm. about our rap group. Uh, can... we make that movie.
2: We'll send it to you. Put it out and you can blaze us. Do an <laughs> episode of the Malik Work Podcast and <laughs> station in the. Back of Target in the storage room. Uh-huh. Dang, and he'd
1: be sneaky. His coworkers would be walking through. He'd cover his hand over to Mike.
2: Like, oh, yeah, the packages, the, the new movie <laughs> releases are ready to get uh, set out.
1: Anyways, back to this. This movie, trash. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, so that's shout, that. Shout out to Am Suwa and other characters in that movie:
2: Dominican Su. No, Asamoah. Oh, yeah, Asamwa. And What was
1: his character's name? Jared, Blake, Let's look that before this. Before we end this podcast, must look that up. Dan? No. Jamal. I think it was. Was it Jamal? Or did he? Was it a self title? <laughs> was it? Well, let's see what this dude's name was in this movie. All right, you got Noro Aji Don't make me. M- All right, what movie is this? Psych. <laughs> uh, impossible. He he played
2: I didn't hear this name said loop guru was that was he a character where we kept thinking his name was being said different ways on top of awesome I have no clue yeah uh, let me
1: read these character names real quick you got waitress Bank Guard, wolf vampire clan estate client wolf loop guru vampire clan i see i That was his name. That's what they said. Bank teller, Fang, Vlad, Jerome, Wolf, estate client, Club girl, Augustine, Vampire clan, Louise, Dehamphria, Broker, Bartender, Jezebel, Cujo, Doctor Blood, Jamila, Ober, Rasu, Wolf, Mike, Blood, Drac, Glenn, Client, Vampire, Wolf victim, Wolf, Bodark. Lobo, Rover, Bodark, Wolf, Vampire Clan. So these are all the characters.
2: (laughs) There was a lot of uh, detail going on. Loop Guru. Shout out to Loop Guru. Alright, so you know we gotta end this off with, uh, yeah. Ansel
1: time. Turn up the Ansel.